Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, become financially independent by investing in real estate so you never, ever have to work a job again. Today, there is a lot of talk about artificial intelligence, or AI, and I am super excited to bring on a company that's using AI to help us invest in real estate, find properties, being able to buy them at a much lower price, it's fantastic, and we're gonna see how we can use it in our business to become even better investors. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Hey, what's going on? Super excited, as always, to have you here on the show. You know what's kind of funny? So I go on a lot of other podcasts, and a lot of people find me from going on other people's podcasts, and it's kind of funny. In fact, I just had one today. I was interviewing, being interviewed on a show, and apparently, like, my energy level is a little higher than most people or most people that they interview. And he said something like, man, I'm super excited that you were here because you gave me that shot of adrenaline or like that coffee, you know, adrenaline rush, which is fun because that's just, I don't think it's literally my personality. This is how I am. And you know, what's funny when I started thinking about creating a podcast, I kind of thought, you know, like what kind of podcasts do I like and how do they do their podcasts? And with that, I started really thinking, well, man, if I change how I am, then I got to continually do that over and over again. And I don't think I have the stamina or like the the mental capacity to be something other than what I am. So anyways, my, you know, uh, energy level and just how excited I am when I do this podcast, like it's literally just how I am. So I appreciate you being here. And most likely, if you are listening to this and you're like, man, this dude has so much energy or he's too uh, like annoying, <laughs> then you turn it off and you don't listen to me anymore, which is totally fine. I'm not wasting your time. But for those of you, for you being here listening to me week in and week out, I am super, super duper glad that you are here with me. And today I, you know, I am super excited that we have so much technology all around us. When I started investing back in 2006, there even wasn't any podcasts, let alone, you know, AI teaching us or showing us or getting us better information or whatever it might be. There wasn't any of that stuff. And so same thing with like how to invest. There wasn't really, I mean, there was those quote unquote gurus that were out there that would charge like $80,000 to teach them how to invest. In fact, I know Grant Cardone, if you want him to coach you, it's like $100,000 for a coaching program. At least that's what I saw. Uh, it was about a couple of years ago, but I saw that I was like $100,000. Oh my goodness. I'd learned from the school hard knocks before I paid the, that much money. But then again, I'm pretty frugal. So, but there are probably lots of people that pay that sort of money. Now, the education is one thing, but also technology that's going to help us to find properties, to do this business even better so that we are not wasting extra time, extra money. And like I said, when I first got started, there wasn't even any podcasts like this, really just giving all this information out. And on top of that, there weren't any communities. And what I'm, oh, I'm definitely super excited about the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. You hear me talk about this a lot. Obviously, the reason why I'm talking about it a lot now is because it's literally coming up next month. Like, it's coming up in 30 days. It's going to be here before we know it, and it's going to be amazing. And this company is going to be coming. They're actually going to be presenting more information on this and how 
This is going to be changing our lives. I want to see you at RubeCon, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. Get 10% off of your ticket if you use the promo code podcast. I'll know you came from my podcast. I know you came from my community. Hopefully, we'll be able to hang out and get to know each other. I'm extroverted, so if you need help talking to people, come grab me, and I will introduce you to people and walk you all around the conference. It's literally my conference, which is a lot of fun, and all my friends are going to be there. So use the promo code podcast. The link will be in description. If you use the promo code podcast at rubcon.com, R-E-W-B-C-O-N.com, I'll literally give you 10% off of your ticket. I just want to see you there. It's going to be absolutely amazing. And also something that you're going to be getting, I'm going to be releasing a couple podcasts a week for the next couple of weeks because I actually have so many episodes already done that we're talking about things for the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. So I am literally going to be releasing them like two a week. So I'm going to be releasing two a week, usually Tuesday morning I release, and I'll probably release like Friday morning another episode. But these are awesome People like I'm interviewing my speakers that are speaking at RubeCon, and they're gonna you're gonna get a taste of what they're gonna be talking about and their personalities and who they are as investors. These are great people that you want to be working with. So be watching out for future episodes. They're gonna be dropping Friday morning as well, at least until RubeCon, because I just have so many interviews. I literally got to get them out to you before RubeCon. I've been trying to been trying to get them out, but just I have so many people that want to be on the show. But anyways, today, like I said, we're gonna be bringing on a fantastic company who is literally changing how we do real estate investing, helping us to save and make even more money with AI. I'm bringing on Fred and Shem from Reworked REI. Here we go. So I am super excited to have Fred and Shem on from Reworked REI. They're going to help us to understand everything else. So guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Dustin, thank you for having us. It's really exciting. This is terrific. So Fred, you and I met at the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference last year, and we were talking about potentially helping more people with your your guys's products and now seeing the fruition of this new company that you guys have created utilizing AI is brilliant. So talk to us a little bit in general like what what do, can AI do for us in our real estate investing cuz a lot of us we're just literally learning about how this is even a thing let alone what it can do for us. Yeah, so um I want to talk about the why, right? And then we can talk about what reworked REI can do for real estate investors, right? So when we met at that con- at, at, at your conference last year, um, I had been land investing for a couple of years, um, had really hit my stride and really, really enjoyed the conference and the ability to learn of different aspects. But the thing that was really bothering me about the land investing and real estate investing as a whole was the waste. And in my previous life, uh, I had responsibility for operational efficiency. And I kept coming across this tremendous waste of mailers, of data to mailers to inquiries to deals, right? You know, 5,000 to four deals, right? It's just the scope and scale of that waste is terrible. Um, Shama and I met over a year ago, and with his background and my real estate background, we started talking about this waste. And we, we immediately figured that somebody was doing this, that somebody was taking that next generational thought process, which we use in our computers and our phones and our TVs every single day, whether we know it or not, and applying that to this problem. So we looked and we looked and it didn't exist. And so we sat down and sketched out some very basic algorithms. Well, Sham sketched out the algorithms. I talked about 
the the process and features and we used it on my data and then we opened it up for some other investors to to play with it um, but really what it's trying to do is take the raw data which is not knowledge right data does not always equate to knowledge to take this data and do what you would do to it if you could right if you could look at every property on that 5000 line data set that you've got and analyze the owner, the types of property, everything about it in detail and add a bunch more information on top of it about the demographics of the owner, where they are in their life, to get in their head. If you could do that, that's exactly what we're doing, but at scale, right? AI is nothing more than the human brain applied at a massive scale. So we take the 5,000 lines or whatever you've got, run it through and we'll get into more detail about, uh, detail about that, but we, we run it through Betty, which is our AI-enabled software, and then we come back to you and say, okay, of those 5,000, these are your 2,200 potential places to go. The other 2,800, don't even waste your time mailing. Don't waste your time texting. They're not going to be interested in having a conversation with you about investing in their property or properties. With that, I remember when we were talking about potentially having you guys share and all this stuff, you were mentioning how like you had case studies of actually doing this and making it so that it's, it is so worthwhile to not waste all the, because yeah, everybody, I wouldn't say everybody, but lots of people know about yellow letters and mailers and like, you're just sending out just, just blanketing because you don't know who is actually going to say yes, but you've had case studies where it actually helps to utilize this Betty so that we don't even have to do all that. It narrows it down much more. Right, exactly. So the case study number one was was me, right? Um, so I was sending between eight and twelve thousand mailers a month, and as we got into about the second or third iteration of Betty, which hadn't gone to anybody else yet, I ran a list through Betty. It was about eight thousand properties. I mailed, I think I mailed thirty six hundred, thirty thirty eight hundred, and prior to that, I was receiving two to five inquiries a day, doing maybe one deal a week, maybe a little bit, one or two deals a week, um, a pretty good flow, but you know, not really something to write home about. With this mailer that we sent out, I was inundated. And when I say inundated, I was getting between 17 and 25 inquiries a day. And I lost deals because it was coming too fast, right? Because I didn't have a huge team to get back to people because we all know when someone reaches out, sends an email or a phone call, you want to get on it, right? Right then, their mind, for whatever reason in their world, is thinking, you know what, this property, this house, whatever I own, I, I really, I don't need it. I want to get rid of it. This person's offering me money. I want to have a conversation. You got to strike when the iron is hot. And I missed, I know I missed deals because I was calling people two, three days later because I had two weeks of between 17 and 25 inquiries and I just got absolutely buried. And I remember calling Sham and saying, oh my gosh, we are onto something. This is working. So it saved me on the mailers, right? It was saving me on the time because I could get to the deals faster if I was better equipped, which I am now. But it, it takes the waste out of the entire system. It takes the waste out of the, what you're doing with the data, with the mailers, the actual waste of paper, the time, right? If, if we could get to a place where we got 100 inquiries and 100 deals, that would be awesome, Right that's panacea. But what this does is this reduces your 
number of inquiries and raises your deals. So you're, you're bringing those two numbers closer together because you're not introducing so much waste into your system. With that waste... Oh, go ahead, Sean. No, I was going to chime in and say, case study zero is actually me, Fred, because you sent me a mail when before we met, and I'm like, why are you sending me this mail? I should never be the person you should be sending the mail to. And I'm like, Fred, don't you guys have this already in your you know, industry? And Fred is like, no, yeah, let's, let's... Yes. That was our that was our Hollywood meet cute, right? Uh, you know, without divulging Sham's age, he he had recently purchased a property, um, pretty close to retail, and I sent him a mailer only based on the fact that he owned the property. That was my you know stipulation, and he called to not sell the property, but to find out what the heck this was about and what was going on, and then we just struck it off from there. Uh, but yeah, that's our Hollywood meet cute. That is so fun. Especially Sham having background in more of this and you seeing the now coming together, seeing the opportunity of this, you know, number one, saving all this money and time and energy and waste on all these letters. But basically, in the end, what we're trying to do is help other people with whatever property problem they might have. Because when you're letting somebody know, you might get a lot of no's, a bunch of no's. No, I don't want to sell. No, I don't want to sell. Eventually, you're going to get somebody that needs to sell. They're, they're like, man, this. I'm so glad that you are helping me out in this because real estate's not about properties. It's about people. If we start realizing that if we're helping people, getting them what they need and what they want, then if we can also profit on that, meaning help them and make sure that we're running our business well, it's going to make all of our lives better. We're creating win-win-wins. So talk to us about the this Betty concept, or obviously Betty's a software, the concept of utilizing AI. Can this, so you, I know it works for land investing. Does it also work for single family homes, duplexes, or any other type of investing as well? So I'll I'll kick that answer off and then and then Sean can talk more about the the ML and the AI and the the process that that we use. Um, it did start with land investing. Um, that's what I was doing, and that's you know we're like okay let's let's own this niche let's let's own this niche let's let's really perfect it for that. We, we've since introduced commercial, single family, multifamily, any sort of property because. I love what you just said there, Dustin. And I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. My new goal in my life, my first goal was to quit my job in 10 years. And I did that, accomplished that at 37. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job, I'll literally get to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. Real estate is not about the dirt or the dwelling. It's about the person that owns it or wants to own it, right? It's about the people. So the real sweet secret sauce, the value of what Betty brings is trying to understand 
what could be going on in the head of that owner or owners at that very moment in their life. And, and that's the value because you need someone to call you back. You need someone to call you back who wants to have that conversation. Like just, just like you said, they're ready, right? And you can make a good deal for them, right? Give them the money that they're looking for. You know you can do something with that property or that land or whatever it is afterwards, whatever that looks like, but you're making a good deal, but you've got to find who that is. And if you can reduce the waste associated with getting to that deal, all the better. Sean? Yeah, I love that. Actually, um, so to kind of piggyback on that and, and kind of give a little bit more color on what, what ML is, um, I'm actually kind of tag on to what you said earlier, Fred, which was if, if a human could look at 5,000 records and, you know, if they could look at each row and whatnot, you know, maybe they could, you know, have this really smart scrubbing process that we talk about. But one thing you did miss there, Fred, which is this ML is actually a step ahead, right? It's actually looked at millions of records in the past, and it's using all that insight to look at those 5,000 records. And so an example that I give often is, you know, it's a very easy example to relate to, uh, is imagine a black box, right? That's your ML, you know, that's what, that's what the ML bit is. What you want that black box to do is predict whether an image that you pass it, is that a cat or is it a dog, right? That's, that's, that's the task of that. The way you do that is you train it or you feed it with millions of images, which you as human classified, you've said, hey, this is a cat, this is a dog, and you fed the box with millions of images. And the box has now learned over a period of time what a cat looks like and what a dog looks like. Now, you could tell, hey, here are the features that you need to look at, but look at the whiskers, look at the forehead, whatever. Or ML is so advanced now that there's a whole separate you know, uh, concept called feature engineering, which all it does is basically identifies what to even look at, right? So a human need not even tell, hey, look at the forehead, look at the whiskers. It just knows this is what I need to look at. And it can actually predict you know, whether that's a cat face or dog. So kind of tying it back to you know, what we do here is essentially that, right? We have trained our model, this black box, over millions of records of historical data. And now any a customer comes in, they upload a file, we go row by row, and then we can predict whether that person's going to call back and then whether they're going to get a deal from that or not. So that's sort of a gist of ML. Does So you're finding if somebody's willing to, or I guess not necessarily willing, but like they're more apt to reply. So you're honing that down. Is there anything in the future of like um, anything more information than they would reply? Like with AI, I'm even thinking like what type of offers you might want to give. I don't know. I'm just throwing some huge brain, hair bearing ideas out there, but like helping us in or investing on top of that. Yeah. In, in, in that's, Correct. And I'm going to come back to that in a second. Um, when we first started running these models, we were actually trying to predict inquiries. We wanted to know who was going to call you back. This is who you mail. This is who you text because they're going to get back in touch with you. And we're running through hundreds and hundreds of thousands of lines of data. We had some institutional investors that, that gave us historical data of what they'd already mailed or text and inquiries and deals. And we kept coming up about 74 to 95% predictability on inquiries, which, you know, sounds pretty good. But as we all know, in real estate, you miss one good deal, it could be, 
it could be a really good one, right? And you don't want to miss a really good deal. And then one of our engineers, when we're going through this data, said, guys, we're at, you know, 75 or 74 to 95% inquiries, but we haven't missed a deal. And that was a real aha moment to say, okay, so by understanding what's happening in the head of the owner, we're not necessarily predicting whether they're going to call you back because we all know that every call you get or every email is not a happy call or, you know, it doesn't result in anything great. But the ones that are ready to deal, right, that's the beauty of saying this person for a number of reasons is ready to have a conversation about a below retail sale. Their house is not on the market, whatever. They are ready to have that conversation. And so we were able to 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 identify that the the demographic and all of those components are more important than the physical attributes of the land or the house or whatever it is, right? So we look at data accuracy. We do an assessment of the property or the house of whatever it is for, for a small component. There's about 15% of, of the features on those. And the rest is on the owner. And, and that's with the data that is uploaded by the clients, as well as a significant amount of data enrichment that we go out and add into the file so Betty has more to, to chew on. Now, you, you talked about what more could be done. A big thing that we're working on for 2023 is a CRM integration. So Betty can get continuous feedback from the individual clients of what deals and inquiries they got because it's constantly learning, right? We're getting feedback now from several large institutional investors, but we want to formalize that relationship so we can look at whatever CRM somebody's using and be able, the CRM can say, of this file, this person inquired, this is the, this is the deal. Then what we'll be able to do is take the historical 50% uh, scoring of, of don't mail these 50%, mail these 50% and start to shrink that, mail it, get it down to 40 and we could even say, okay, this one is more in Dustin's wheelhouse. That one is not of what he likes to buy. So the, the, the ML approach can become personalized for the individual investor. So the, the limit of what this can do for an investor over time, I mean, there is no limit. Absolutely. And, and your idea about looking at pricing or whatever else is there, yeah, it's just, um, it's just more that can be done with that knowledge. I love how you're saying it's learning also the user that's the the investor that's utilizing this. It's learning from them what type of deals they actually take down, but you're also getting that data. They, let's say they bought it, they they got a property and all that information gets back into Betty. So it helps them to understand even more. I think it's brilliant. Now with that, talk to me about practically. Now I'm thinking mailers, we got to get a mailing list, find a certain city, you know, get the people, I go to the, the records or, you know, data tree or, you know, other companies. Talk to me about practically, how do we utilize reworked REI and Betty? Like, do we have to get our own services, plug in our numbers? Talk to me how that works. Sean, you want to walk us through that? Sure. Um, you know, you uh, step one, sign up, you know, head on to reworkedrei.com and sign up on the site. You choose a plan. Uh, there are various plans that fit your needs. Uh, but once you do all of that, and I think the the, the majority of the people now, they, they get their data from somewhere, right? Data tree priced or whatever, whatever the source is, we work with that source now. Um, and we continue to add templates that, uh, you know, that uh, customers bring to us. 
but it, it is very seamless from a customer point of view, right? So they head over to the site and they upload a file. It just, you know, you don't, for the majority of the part, unless we haven't seen a column before, we, we then ask the customer to map columns. Unless we haven't seen it, you know, it just goes straight through. Basically, you know, the, after that, they just to sit back, relax for some, maybe, you know, a few hours, depending on the size of the file. And boom, out comes uh, at the end of it, you'll get an email saying, hey, Betty has done its processing. Why don't you go ahead and download the file? And in the file, we would not have changed anything except we would have added one column at the end, which is the Betty score, which basically stack ranks each row. It's essentially a probability score on who you want to contact and who you do not want to. We typically suggest using a Betty score of 100 as a cutoff, but I have seen... I was just talking to a customer earlier today. You know, I have seen them use like 50, like some, some customers used to it. So it's, it depends on the, you know, on the, I would say risk appetite or maybe, you know, their campaign tactics, but uh, that's it, right? Like the file comes back with a Betty score uh, and, and the file is sorted. Now, what happens in between, right? When you upload the file to when you've got the file, there are basically three stages. Stage one, we augment data and we enrich the data. So what we want Betty to have before Betty does his actual machine learning prediction is we wanted to have a full picture of that one row, right? So we hit external APIs, we fetch the data, you know, demographic data, property data, all sorts of data, and we enrich the data. There could also be missing data in the file that you might have uploaded. We kind of, you know, we, in some cases we hit the APIs and we get it. In some, some other cases, we use the power of deduction to you know, figure out, okay, what should that data look like? That's stage one. Stage two is we apply the rules engine. This is probably similar to what a lot of the people in the industry are doing today, right? Which is, hey, I know based on my experience, I have to scrub out these things, right? So just as an example, if I'm doing a mail campaign, well, if there are rows without a mailing address, I'm going to remove them. Right? Just, just the basic stuff that most people do. That's the rules engine. And that continuously improves. Right? We, uh, we, there are engineers dedicated to just the rules engine part itself. Then the, the third part is the black box part that we've been talking about all these you know, minutes, which is the ML model. Right? So the ML model then runs uh, on top of you know, the previous two stages and comes up with a Betty score that the customers can use. So, Dustin, it's, it's important to note that when, when Sham is saying we, it's actually Betty. There's 99.9% .9 of the files that come in aren't touched by humans, right? The system is, is doing this. Betty is, is, is doing the, the data augmentation. Betty is running her rules engine depending on what type of properties or what type of single-family, multifamily land. Um, so, and then Betty's running her, her ML process and then Betty emails the customer and says, Hey, you uploaded 5,000 files. Betty recommends mailing 2,200. So there's 3,000 files that you're not going to mail. Your, your, your potential savings is, uh, $1,500 and, and 50 cents. Right. Um, but that's all done in the box, right? It's all done on the cloud. It's not. Is not Sham and the team saying, "Okay, here comes another file. Let's 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 do some work on it." It's all done. Um, it's all done automatically, and it can take between two to twelve hours, depending on the size of the file and the complexity of the data enrichment and the APIs that we have to hit. I think it could be easy just to see. Let's say you had five thousand. 
there any records you send it a Betty spits out 2200 that you should send out you could even just do your own little quick test you guys have probably already done this you know send it to the 2200 and have a special campaign for that so you know if it comes back it comes from the 2200 and the other what is that uh, uh 2800 you know just send that as well and you can see how that comes back and you guys have already like you said case studies have proven that yeah, it I mean, actually works we've had many customers do that you know they're like i don't know about this thing I, i'll try it and you know, they do A-B testing or they just mail the whole dang file and, and see what happens. And, you know, invariably they come back and go, well, yeah, it worked. Right. I mean, and Love you know, I just wasted I just wasted the money. And I'm always like, hey, can you write a review for us? Like, well, I don't want anybody to know what I'm, you know, the, one of the common <laughs> frames of, of, of real estate investors like, oh, you know, but, you know, let, let's just keep this between us. Right. <laughs> Well, and that's, I've learned, I used to think like that until I started podcasting, started YouTubing, coaching people. And then with the conference, the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference, um, the more people that we help each other in this business, the better it gets. I mean, it's just, I found as I help other people, I get to be a better investor. I get more contacts and all that sort of stuff. So it's not where there's a win-lose. No, we can always make it a win-win. So I love that. Now, is there like on the roadmap or the idea of what you're going to be working on in the future. I love the CRM, CRM uh, customer relationship management. So you can make sure you're following up and all that sort of stuff, which is great with that. Is there any way that you would team up with a company like data tree or something, and you can work with them as well as putting that to be a part of it. And then maybe even sending out the mailers. Like we click, okay, Betty, send these mailers out. Like, do you guys have anything like that? Maybe in the future? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about all of those verticals, right? And we even, you know, we talked to a couple of these data providers about becoming uh, wholesalers for them and, and getting access. And of course, that's that's always possible. Um, but the the more I dug into this, and, and you and your viewers will will appreciate this, is everybody say, let's just talk about land for a minute. The basic concept is pretty simple, but everybody I've spoken to does it differently everybody's got their approach, right? So we made a decision early on to be data agnostic, right? Some people get their data from counties, right? They just download the Excel or call them and they mail it and they upload it to, to, to Betty. Some people have massive bill spends with DataTree or Visium or any of these, and, and but everybody's got their thing. So we didn't want to be like, okay, we're a DataTree wholesaler because some people love them or don't love them or you know they've got their thing. We're like, okay, that's your thing. And then some people, you know, we've, we've looked at integrating or, or tying up with a mailing house as well. And, and that's, you know, pretty easy because it's just an API relationship. But again, how people are doing it. No, I, I like this mailer. I use launch control. And this is, you know, this is my, I'm like, okay, we want to focus on the ML, the, the artificial intelligence and using that to eliminate waste, right? If we can be the best at that and put our attention and focus. And the reason we're looking at the CRM integration is because it makes the AI better, right? So we don't want to be like, oh, let's do this. Let's do that. Let's do, you know, yeah, I mean, we could, but it would, it could take away from our focus on continually making the AI better. And we let everybody do their own thing, right? It's not difficult to upload a file to, to Betty. Five hours later, you download the file, you take a look at it, you drop it off, you know, you knock off below hundred and then you upload it to whoever you want to do for your mailing, printing or whatever. And people have those relationships. So we're just trying to be one link in that chain and, you know, really drive the value and, and pull that waste out of, of everyone's process. I think that's terrific. What 
what questions, because I'm so new to AI, this is amazing, but mind blowing at the same time. What questions should I have asked? Like, is there anything else that we need to know that is like, would, would not have already known? Yeah, you know, I, I, I think one of the things that, that I like to describe to people is when Betty is looking at a file, she's not grading on a curve, right? She looks at every property, land, house or whatever, independently, right? So when we say it's historically 50% savings, it's as to date, it's about 52. But you may upload a file and Betty comes back and says, mail 80%. And we've had clients call like, hey, what's going on? She said to mail 80%. You know, that's, you know, where are my savings? The savings you're getting on that file are 80% of what you had are good. So go. And then the converse is, hey, hey, man, she said only mail 5%. You're welcome. Because that file was a dog, right? And you weren't going to hear anything from anybody on that. And you were going to take that money, that $1,200, $1,800, whatever for the mailers, and it's just going to go up in air, right? So it's, it's, it's important to know that she looks at them line by line. The data enrichment, we really haven't talked about enough because the data that we pull from DataTree or PropStream or any of these great services isn't enough for the, the ML processes, processing to look at the, the mindset of the owner. So we've got a relationship with data wholesalers, right? And when we first started this process, we were talking to them like, hey, we need, you know, X, Y, and Z for, you know, uh, population. And they're like, okay, where? And we're like, oh, the United States. They're like, okay, no problem. That's $1.5 million. Well, well, okay, wait a minute. Because um, they're used to selling this information to General Motors, to Pepsi, right? When they do, or some, you know, big marketing company. So we were able to finally get some wholesalers that had this information and it's scary what they have. And we link to them on an API. And then the question we get from a lot of customers is like, well, if you got that information, can you put that in the file? One of the stipulations that we have with these providers is we cannot share that information. We use it for the computational processes only. We cannot put it out. If we put it out, then we're back to that 1.5 million because it's a different it's a different price, uh, a different price point. Totally get it. Love it. Sham, is there anything else that we should be looking at when we're looking at AI? I mean, I think one of the other questions I often get asked is like, Hey, this is, you know, this is black box. Like, you know, how does this actually work? Like, you know, tell me more. So I think the best, uh, I was just, uh, sharing this with uh, Fed the other day. I was in a in a party recently where people were furiously kind of debating ChatGPT, right? It's it's the hot new topic now, and they're like, "Well, one of them was like, ChatGPT should uh, reference its sources, right? Like, you know, when you ask it a question and it gives an answer, it should reference its sources." I'm like, "But hang on, can it though? I mean, you know, the way ChatGPT works is it has looked at I don't know millions and billions of pieces of lines of text across the internet." Right, all ChatGPT is doing is predicting that next word. That's it. Right, like okay, you've asked a question, you've you've asked a prompt, or you prompted a prompt. I don't know. And all it's trying to do is like, okay, what is the next? What is the probability? What's the what's the word I should choose with the highest probability given the world that I know? Like, that's it. So, given that context, I and mean, the reason I'm sharing that in the context of this is, you know, ML by definition is you know in a way you you cannot really peel the layers on it you could know what features it's using 
But beyond that, you cannot know, okay, this, this column, what weight is it giving that column to? So that's, that's a question that I often get asked. I am writing a blog about this. So, you know, head over to the site uh, in, in a couple of days or, you know, whenever I, I think by the time this should be out, I think the blog will be out. So head over to the blog. You can learn, you know, more about how all of this works. Hopefully, you know, I've given enough uh, information there to, you know, uh, to make people comfortable. But uh, but that's another one that I often get asked. You know, Dustin, I I, I, just, to, just to piggyback on, on what Sham is saying, it's it's... If we were the first company that was going to that, that was using AI, we're the first, right? First ever, then it would there would be a lot of questions like, what? What is this? How, how does it work? But we're not the first, right? This is so commonplace in our everyday lives, whether we're we're getting root guidance from Google Maps, whether we're getting uh, you know prompts on Amazon for things that we might like to buy or movies that we want to look at, right? That's all AI driven, right? All this information that is out there, these companies have been using it for years to help us, um, you know, uh, spend our time and, and spend our money. All we're doing is taking a well-established protocol and concept and bringing it to the real estate world. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's funny when we have conversations with clients, like, but how does it work? Um, I'm like, you know, when, when we first did it, I knew how it worked. When we first sketched out the algorithm, Sham and I assigned values to this and this, but now I don't know how Betty works, right? It is, it is beyond my, my comprehension and understanding because she's run several, what, 3 million lines of data and the, the way that she's learned, I genuinely don't know how it works. I know our three stages. And I have full confidence in it because I've seen it work and we use it every day in our, in our daily life. So it's, you know, tell me how it works. Tell me exactly how it works. Well, I mean, I can't because I don't know. And which is, uh, yeah, I am all hundred percent fine. As long as I get the results that I want, I don't, I personally don't Now, There's some people that absolutely, I need to know it. Well, if you need to know, then you got to figure it out on your own. Like, I'm not going to tell you every single bit. Like I'm not going to give you all the code because that's literally our company. So man, this has been eye-opening and tremendous. I love to see uh, reworked REI just keep continue to grow and get all these other integrations like the CRM and stuff. So how can people find you? How can they start utilizing your service and even reach out to you guys? So on our website, reworkedrei.com, uh, it's all there for the sign-up, questions, videos, um, our email addresses, our phone numbers are there. Um, you know, we want to be present for our potential clients and our future clients. We have a book a 30 minute call where we get on and we can answer their questions and understand their business model. Uh, happy to do that. Uh, we've now got a customer support team here in the United States that is that is on call 12, 18 hours a day to get back to the emails and, and the phone calls. So, you know, it, it's, it's very similar to what you're saying is we want to build a company, but we want to build a company with customers and clients that are as successful as we are. And, and, and we want everybody to, to share in that success and we want to be there for them. We don't want to be like, oh, no, it's just, you know, sign up and pay, pay the money and be done. Right. I mean, I always tell clients, if you sign up and you use it and you don't subjectively and objectively see the results in your business, you let me know. I'm going to give you your money back. Right. That is all I can say with regards to how the AI works. If you don't see it and, and if you don't feel and know the numbers are there for you, no questions asked. Send me a note. 
will will kick your money back. And it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's being upfront and, and, and being honest with people. Well, I think that's the reason why you and I get along so well is we're all we're both in the business of serving and helping people. And that's the goal is trying to help people. So I really appreciate both of you guys coming on the show, sharing this. Everybody, you definitely got to check out reworkedrai.com. And it's going to be so much more beneficial in your business. And I'm excited to see what's going to be coming in the future. You guys are going to be at RubeCon sharing with this as well. So I'm super excited. You guys are going to be a part of the, uh, giving a presentation on it too, which is going to be so, it's creative. I'll just say that. You need to be there for this creative way that they're going to be showing everybody like tangibly, this is what AI could do for you. I'm super excited for it. Dustin, a hundred thanks. We're looking forward to see everybody at RubyCon again. And I'm looking forward to learn uh, more of, of what real estate investing is all about and, and connecting with more investors. So again, thank you for the time of the podcast and, and we'll see you in May. Awesome. Thanks, guys. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.